Hi, this is Michael Dorn, Lieutenant Commander Worf from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, and you're listening to Trek FM. Helling frequencies open, you've tapped in to Trek FM's Hyper Channel. I'm Chris, publisher of Trek FM, and this is where we talk about what's happening in the world of Star Trek news. In this episode for March 18th, 2016, we yell Khan's name in high definition. Well, that's actually been done before, so we're going to yell it in the highest definition yet, 4K. Many of us have been waiting for new prints of the Star Trek films, which have been looking increasingly rough with each release. If you own the Blu-rays, you'll know that these movies don't look quite like what you expected when you dished out for the newer, high-definition format. Well, Paramount is starting to do something about that, at least with the most popular of the films, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Nicholas Meyer, writer and director of that film, he is uncredited for writing the screenplay, but he played a really important role in it, revealed on Facebook that a 4K ultra-high-definition, or UHD, release is on the way. Here's what he said. I have seen some sort of future, and it's pretty impressive. I was at the Technicolor Digital Lab today reviewing color for the forthcoming HDR version of Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, commemorating the series' 50th anniversary next year. In terms of richness and clarity, what I saw surpasses anything I can recall, though everyone will have to buy a new TV that is HDR compatible, wouldn't you know. Space turns out to be really black. HDR, incidentally, stands for High Dynamic Range. This stuff is measured in something called NITS, N-I-T-S, don't ask. And whereas current delivery systems account for one or two hundred plus NITS, HDR is over a thousand. The wonder of it is, this all can be extracted from the original, cleaned-up film negative. It was always there, but delivery systems couldn't project all that was there, or words to that effect. Stay tuned. So that's what he said about it, and that's how we got this reveal. Now, there are a few obstacles for you and me to actually gain the benefit of this release. The biggest being, as Nicholas Meyer just said, we'd need to buy a 4K TV. He mentioned we need to buy an HDR-capable TV. I think you know most 4K TVs that are coming out now have that capability built in, or they certainly will soon if they don't all have it now. Many of them do. I don't know about you, but I'm perfectly happy with my current 1080p set. And although we've had 4K televisions as the standard in electronic shops here in Japan for a number of years now, a lot longer than you guys in the States, I'm not in the market for a new set. I've gone into the stores, I've watched them, they look beautiful, but I'm happy with the one I have, and I don't watch that much TV to start with. Eventually, we'll all have 4K screens, just as most of us have moved up to HD from SD by now. And when that happens, Genesis will be waiting for us in ultra high definition and HDR. I'm hopeful that this is just step one in an overhaul of all the Star Trek films. If that's the case, by the time I buy a 4K television, the whole UHD box set will be there waiting for me. <laughs> Though who knows how much it's going to cost. If you're wondering about tech specs, maybe you're not into all this technical jargon, the HDTVs that we have right now display 1920 by 1080 pixels. So 1920 by 1080. 
That's why they're called 1080p. The, the P stands for progressive, but it's 1080 because that's the height of the screen in pixels. A lot of computer displays are higher density, like the 13-inch MacBook Pro that I'm prepping these notes on right now, which is 2560 by 1600. But 1080p HDTVs are 920 by 1080. 4K, on the other hand, has a resolution of 4096 by 2160. So as you can see, we're talking a serious increase here. I mean, that is massive. And as I said, I've gone in the stores, I've watched 4K televisions, and they are absolutely beautiful. But my question is always, can you really tell the difference? The average person, can you really tell the difference? I think 4K looks great in theaters. Like if you go to an IMAX and that's in 4K, I think they often use two 4K projectors. Mike Schindler on the network, who hosts commentary Trek Stars, can tell you everything you need to know about this. So if you're curious, go to the Babel conference and tag Mike Schindler in your question. Ask him about 4K, ask him about IMAX and what this means, the story here about UHD and HDR for the Rathacon. He can tell you way more than I can. I'm not an expert on this by any means. But anyway, I think it looks beautiful in the theater. I don't think that the average person is going to be blown away by the difference in clarity between HD and UHD on screens that we have in our living rooms, however. You know, these screens that we have that are like 45, 47, 56, 62, even 80 inches, they're not really big enough for there to be an enormous difference that the average person is going to look at and say, that is definitively better than what I have right now. And so I need to shell out for all new equipment and repurchase all my movies in this other format. But the bigger deal here is the HDR component. HDR stands for High Dynamic Range, and you're probably familiar with this if you shoot photos with your smartphone. You can turn on this mode and get photos with better exposure, more accurate, richer colors, better contrast, because the camera is taking many different exposures of the same shot and then creating one image by using data from all of them. This is a very simplified explanation, but it explains basically how HDR works. So I use an iPhone. So for example, in the camera app on iPhone, you'll notice there's a little thing up at the top of the screen that says HDR. And if you tap that, you can turn it on or off, but you can tap it and turn it on if it doesn't come on automatically, which it usually comes on automatically when it thinks it needs it but you can just shoot all the time by just turning it on. And that's what it's doing. And then if you look at those images, depending on which app you're looking at them in, you'll see the different exposures that were taken. You'll see one that says HDR on it, which is a combined image. And that's what we're talking about here. And you can do that with film as well. You can do that with televisions now as well. And so when Nicholas Meyer said that space turns out to be really black, that's because of HDR and the data that they're pulling out of this film that they shot all those decades ago. So that's really, really cool. And so this version of The Wrath of Khan should be a revelation when it is seen. But when can you see it? The release date isn't set, but Meyer's comments could be read as sometime later in 2016 or into 2017. He says that it will commemorate the 50th anniversary year the first episode of TOS aired on September 8th, 
1966. So depending on how you look at it, you know, I consider this to be the 50th anniversary year, all of 2016, because the first air date falls within that year. But you could also look at it as being September 8th is the beginning, and then you run through 12 months from that time as being the anniversary as well. I guess it just depends on how long it takes them to clean up the film and get the transfer done. I would suspect it's probably going to be out later this year. I would look for it sometime in the fourth quarter, personally, but we'll see. As I said at the beginning of the show, I do hope that this is a sign of a re-release of all the films in UHD, but only time will tell. If we look at past projects, we know that Twok gets all the love because it is one of the most popular Star Trek films and is even loved by people who aren't really Star Trek fans because Khan is such a great villain. So Twok gets all the love and the others often get left behind. So don't hold your breath on a UHD 4K box set of all the films, but do keep your fingers crossed. Maybe things will turn out well for us. So let me know what you think about this project. The best place to do that is in the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type Babel, B-A-B-E-L, into the search field and it will come right on up. Or you can click discussion under the streaming player on the show pages on our website. That'll also take you to the Babel Conference. Now, I know not everyone is on Facebook, so you're always welcome to hit me up on Twitter. My personal username is C. Brian Jones, letter C and Brian with a Y. The network's username is TrekFM. You can also send us a message through the contact form on our website at trek.fm slash contact. Just choose to send to a show and choose Hyperchannel, and that'll come to me by email. Or send me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash trekfm. That's the word speak and the word pipe together, dot com slash trekfm. And while you're out there, be sure to check out all the other great shows we have here on the network. We have our 50th anniversary rewatch show going right now. That's a really cool project where we look at two installments of Star Trek every single day for this entire year, this leap year, 366 days. And by the time we get to the last one on December 31st, we will have covered every single installment of Star Trek that currently exists, including Star Trek Beyond. And then in January... We get new Star Trek content finally on television, but that's for another show. So you can sample this in the Trek FM Master Feed. You can also get every episode of every show that we do on Trek FM in that Master Feed, plus some other things that aren't available anywhere else. And you'll find that everywhere you get your podcasts. In iTunes, we're a featured content provider with Apple, and we really thank Apple very much for doing that for us. And that means you can easily get to our artist section in the store, by just going to itunes.com slash trekfm. You'll, of course, find us in the iTunes application as well if you just browse the podcast section and in the podcast app on iOS. We're also in third-party apps. Just search for trek.fm and all of our shows will come up. You'll find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. You can go to the website, stream from the show pages, download the MP3 file, or grab the RSS link. And we do hope you'll check out all the great shows we have here with so many hosts here on the network. And if you enjoy these shows, we can really use your help in keeping it all going. It costs a lot of money to operate this network. We tear through a lot of bandwidth. Last month, we pushed about 6.5 terabytes of podcasts out to everybody. That's quite a lot. Quarter of a million downloads, in fact. And it, it takes a lot of money to do that. And we are a listener-supported network. So if you can support us, we really appreciate it. And we have great perks for you. You can become an associate producer of your favorite show or multiple shows. 
You can get on mic and talk Star Trek with us in the Patrons Roundtable. You can sometimes guest on shows. That's not a perk per se, but we have a lot of people who are regular guests now. And even like Zachary Fruling and Mike Morrison, they have their own podcast. They came in through Patreon, as did Norm Lau and Will Wynn. So it's a great way to become involved in the network if you're interested in doing so, either behind the scenes or on mic. First step is just to get involved at patreon.com slash trekfm. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash trekfm. You'll get all the information that you need over there, so please go check it out. Anything you can do helps us a lot, and I really appreciate very much the support we have from everyone out there who is supporting us now. I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. It really means a lot to me, and something I never imagined would happen when I started this network almost six years ago now. Uh, But it's been wonderful, and I really thank everyone who's listening so much. All right, well, that's all I have for you today. I'm really excited about this myself, although, of course, I'm not going to be buying it as soon as it comes out because I don't have a 4K TV, but I love the direction that this is headed in. So let me know what you think about it, and have a great weekend. I hope you have something fun planned, and I'll be back next time with another story for you. Until then, go watch some Trek. Trek.